Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite nerdy podcast. My name is Peter. I am one of your hosts. I am joined once again by my two favorite people, Josh and Ruthie. Ruthie and Josh, how are you all doing? Hi. Hello. <laughs> Happy New Year! Woo! <laughs> okay. Someone's excited. You know, you're officially on that fuck 2020 uh, bandwagon, huh? On that train. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Happy New Year to you all, and... Um, I think a Merry Christmas as well because we haven't had episodes since then. So um, I hope you guys you guys have all enjoyed the holidays. I'm super excited to be back. Um, mm-hmm. But we're going to be talking mostly about the the biggest things that happened in 2020 in this episode. And the plan is for our next episode to talk about what we're most looking forward to in 2021. Um, so that being said, I want to know how you all been doing and what have you all been up to, Ruthie? How about you? How, how have you been? Um, well, the um, last time we hung out was on my stream that we did for charity and right. stuff like that. And that was pretty fun. Um, I was glad you guys could join me and um, and uh, hang out. The stream was really successful and it was like an amazing birthday, which um, was so great. But then like, man, it like to be honest, it made my Christmas Eve and Christmas pretty mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, because like, uh, you know, because I like same with my birthday. I just kind of solo it in my city, and so I had all that planned and all that stuff. So from exhaustion and stuff, my Christmas and everything was super low key, and just kind of hung out with people online and watched movies and made me some uh, food and stuff. But uh, the charity stream was successful. Um, I crushed my goal. Um, my goal was five hundred. We made over twenty one hundred, which is nice. pretty awesome. That is amazing. I didn't expect that um, and everything, and uh, it just made me feel great. So, you know, maybe next year I'll do it again or, you know, in six months I'll do, you know, one. But very tiring but very fun and get to meet different streamers, and it was really cool. Um, and then, yeah, and then I just had Christmas, and, um, and then it was like a, a hustle to get, like, the end of the year done, like everything I needed to finish for the end of the year. And now that January started, it's like, okay, what am I – doing so i'm working on a bunch of organizational stuff i'm working on finish building my own website got a lot of things coming up so it's a lot but i'm excited (laughs) so yeah that that, uh the stream was a lot of fun um and that was you told us about the the goals and and that what happened at the end cried at that one point (laughs) oh i I don't (laughs) know if you guys that yeah well i don't know yeah i don't know if i shared the i shared it in my server but i don't know if i shared it like online and stuff but um, like towards the very end, which I'm loopy, stupid, tired at that point. I'm playing Broforce. <laughs> One of my friends. This weird <laughs> old Broforce. I was playing that game and somebody came in and they just like dropped like a thousand dollar donation and I start crying. And my friend who had gone to the bathroom comes back and he's like, I'm back. And he's like, what happened? He's like, so like super confused. I came back and this girl's crying on stream. What do I do? <laughs> and, <laughs> He was just like so weirded out and it was like super funny. Um, but yeah, I know somebody came in and was like super generous into that. And, and then we, then we kept playing and then towards the end, I don't know. It was just funny towards the end. That was a good part. But the last two hours of the stream, I think I was just so tired and then you get reflective and stuff and you know how you get like drunk and you sit there and talk craziness. Good luck to everybody that stayed the last two hours. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was interesting. Yeah, that was um, that was awesome. I had it going on. I, I threw you a lurk. I did chime in here and there during the day because I was still working that day from home. Oh yeah, yeah and uh, 
Oh, it was entertaining and it was fun, and we had a blast. We all played. We played Left 4 Dead. I had played that game since 360, and um, that was a ton of fun. I was like, man, we should do this more often. Not 24-hour stream, but we should stream <laughs> yes. more often. Somebody 24 hour stream twice a week. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I was laughing because one of the best clips people were cracking up about is when I was teasing you, Pete. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it wasn't you being bad, but, like, literally every special grabbed you. Like, every time yeah. you were like, oh, it got me. It got me. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, the only one that was helping you was, like, Coach. Was it Lewis or Coach? Yeah, yeah Coach. Coach was, was the only one he helping had my back. you. Yeah, he Yo. had your back and he kept Y'all kept leaving because me. That's he, what well, happened. Because we weren't getting to get nabbed. stuff done, damn it. <laughs> we were like, to move. I was, like, backing you guys up still. while you guys, like, Josh grabbed that thing and I was like, I got yeah. you. And I was, like, killing all of them and all of a sudden I got over. Yeah. I got over, like overtaken and I turned around. You guys are already gone. Like, hey, hello, hello, hello. That makes me think of like, yeah, that makes me think of Paul Giamatti, like the leader that stays in the rear takes it in the rear. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, exactly. you were just back there, like. But I was laughing because that one clip I got is where I was like, "Oh, Pete, you're our little damsel in distress." And as soon as I turned <laughs> around, that hunter just jumped on my face, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, get me!" Yeah. <laughs> you guys were like, "Isn't that funny, Ruth?" And I'm like, "Shut up." <laughs> Yeah, that. Oh, well, that was con- fun to play. Yeah, well, congrats on the um on the goals. It was a ton of fun, and um, I'm just really happy. Uh, it was for a great cause, so uh, congrats oh, yeah. on that. Um, Josh, what about you, man? What have you been up to? How's how was your holidays? Holidays were awesome. Got some a lot of got a, had a very plentiful haul of Christmas gifts for my sister and my nephew, which is something that they're not used to. So my wife and I were very happy to do that for them. Um, Yesterday, my wife and I had to drop off my sister at the airport. She went back to Puerto Rico to be with her, uh, with the rest of my family. It was a sad uh, goodbye. Tears were shed. Then we had a long drive back. Um, gonna be been doing a relatively uh, little bits of gaming here and there during the holidays. Uh, I have made a. My resolution is not only, you know, I'm gonna try to go to the gym more as everybody does every year. But uh, my buddy's here now from Fort Stewart, so hopefully we stick it out. Um, but I'm going to try and finish all my backburner games. That's one thing that I want to do, like get them through, get through them, because it's like, I don't know why I do this. Like It's like Ruth said earlier, like I have that new and shiny system, like syndrome, like something new comes out, I'm like, oh, I got to play it. Play for two minutes, something new comes out, you play it, something new comes out, you're like, damn it, and just stuff gets just keeps stacking up. Oh, yeah. So, dude, I just bought Shadow of like, the Tomb Raider, knowing full well I'm not yeah. going to be able to play it because I saw it on sale. Ooh, bye. <laughs> yeah, as I say, nowadays they get you. It's not even new stuff. It's like yeah. on sale, like stuff you yeah, may have like, wanted forever, hey, but you're like, hey, I would like that. It's you know, this cheap. game that was like seventy dollars a year ago, it's a dollar now, and you're like not even interested in really playing it. You're like, yeah, it's a dollar. Click. You're like, damn, that's a pretty damn good deal. And then you got like eight hundred games in your Steam library, and you play like five all yeah, the time. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Um, but other than that, been pretty pretty lazy, pretty laid back. Actually, after the show today, April and I are going to move around our living room. We're going to be moving an entire mounted TV to a different location. So I got to patch holes and paint and drill. So that's oh, going to be a little honeydew list going on. Yeah. A little honeydew. Yeah. <laughs> I just um, imagine next episode where Josh goes, Well, we dropped the fucking TV. <laughs> <laughs> I've got like four Remember spares, last I week guess. when I told you about my TV? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's on the And then I can only hope he does like a tweet system like Pete trying to get a PS5, getting a new TV. <laughs> just like oh, yeah, a, the, the updates. Every couple hours, the intensity. God damn it, <laughs> fucking Best Buy. <clears throat> yeah. But other than that, been taking it pretty easy. It's back to the grind tomorrow. I go back to work, hence the haircut and the shave, because otherwise I'd be out here. Um, but yeah, it's was pretty, pretty laid back. Christmas and New Year's. New Year's, uh, my nephew went to sleep early, and my sister and my wife and I just stayed up and watched BuzzFeed Unsolved all night through and like oh, wrestled nice. my dogs into submission when they would get scared of the fireworks. That's it. It's <laughs> um, good, though. It's good when kids like, you know, when you can hang out, like especially your sister living so far away. Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah, that's, um, that's interesting because. I guess it's because we're older and we just have kids now. Like, my wife didn't want to stay up. She was like, I want to go to bed. And my kids were super excited, so I kind of stayed up with them, um, let them play video games and stuff until until midnight, and then we went to bed. So we didn't do much. Um, for me, yeah, I didn't – I mean, nothing crazy. We had – the kids got spoiled this Christmas. I uh, got the Oculus Quest 2 for my son. So hooked that up, played Half-Life Alex, uh, which is just mine. It was, like, quite an experience, like, uh, I can't even begin to explain. I can't even describe what it was like to play that game with a headset and then just like, like you know how uh, the first thing I think about is when you have to reload a weapon in a game. Like it's just tap B a button. Yeah, button. You tap and you do all these things. You have to do all those motions in Half Life Alex. So like, I, and there's no HUD, so you have to. They at least put the on the gun so you can turn the at least the pistol. You turn it sideways and look at the at the mag in the in the um, actual handle of the gun you could see all the bullets in it that way but you don't know it like on your you don't see it on your screen so you'd be firing and you just be like click and like oh and so you actually have to like drop the mag Count. put grab a mag from your backpack put it in there and then cock it and then fight so when you're in the middle of a gunfight and getting surrounded by like three bad guys and a head grab it's quite like intense you're like oh crap and then you gotta like so what i do is i run away now and then i reload and come back so it's just it's, it's just in a, cr- a crazy until experience. you get good at reloading <laughs> yeah it's, just, it's like muscle memory right so like you just gotta keep doing it over and over again and it's just it's insanely creepy but i it's just an experience man like i was i'm i've played it for about three hours i haven't so i haven't put a whole lot of time into it i was blown away um and then um yeah new year's new year's is cool christmas was great kids are happy i took down the lights yesterday so i shut a couple tears you know it's, yeah, just, it's like what a depressing yesterday. way to start 20 the new years taking down christmas decorations you know but um yeah so that's about it you guys ready to get into the top news stories from last year 2020 um yeah sure yep do it. some of these might be familiar i feel like we've talked about some of these topics but <laughs> maybe maybe um, we're doing our, our year-end review <clears throat> yeah so and it, i was like man i was looking at all the top topics and i was trying to put it together i was like so maybe we are at least hitting the the key topics throughout the year when i'm looking back at all of these and like through like researching like who like ign and polygon and verge and all their top stories and i was like yeah okay so at least i'm hitting on that um so the first topic i have first news story of 2020 was so among us explodes in popularity the game first released in 2018 for mobile devices and a few months later on pc it lived in relative obscurity until the summer of this year when twitch streamers helps rocket its popularity into the stratosphere in november nearly half a billion people played among us 
So I need you guys to lead this conversation because um, I haven't played Among Us yet um, at all. So, Ruthie, I know you've played it and you've streamed it, so I'm going to let you start off with this one. Uh, yeah, I have a love-hate relationship with the game because, man, you can just get salty really quickly in that game. I mean, because basically the whole game is is you go in a room, somebody's going to excuse you at some point, usually every round, <laughs> and you have to defend yourself. And the thing is, is like, if you are the killer, you're going to defend yourself. And so people are like, oh, you're getting really defensive. And it's like, bitch, you just said I killed somebody. <laughs> like, what do you want me to say? Oh, no, if it you, me. It's, if you are or aren't the killer, you're going to try to <laughs> Yeah, if you yourself. are, you aren't. And then, like, people are like, it's just like a whole mind game. And I think I, it's funny. Um, like, a couple of weeks ago, I was reading something about this. Why, why the game, one of the reasons the game became so popular. And somebody, this person, oh, God, I wish I could remember. But they basically said a thing where it's like um, we're living out like uh, our cabin fever aggression. And I was like, what? And they were like, just think about mm. it. Like you like we're all stuck at home. We're stuck inside this thing. And that's the same thing. These among us people are stuck in a ship just trying to do their shit, trying to get by. And people start dropping off. And like they went into like this whole psychological thing. But I was laughing because they said it's kind of like the Donner Party or like the thing where like you're that kind of setting where you're stuck and then shit starts to go down and you start throwing accusations and uh if you vote people out you know i don't know it was just a really it was just pretty funny to say that and um i don't know but i can see it's cutesy it's simple and uh but then it adds like a whole different element with you being able to confuse people or like accuse people and uh that's like half of the fun for people um it can be very toxic very quickly though um and you can play with randos and i don't know all sorts of stuff yeah i know a game or something is popular because my kids will start talking about it that's how i know it's popular <laughs> and my daughter's like obsessed with that game she plays it all the time like um she now she's like cause she's only eight so she wants to play it and she wants to use chat and i was like no your voice chat she wanted to like voice chat with other people and i was like so i try to monitor when she's playing it and stuff but i was like yeah when my kids start saying like the phrases like you're sus and venting and things like that you know i know the the thing is is uh popular oh, so yeah yeah sus oh, became goodness. a whole thing that's yeah, like know, a, and all the memes of it 2021 term yeah. of the year now like slang term of the year yeah kind of sus yeah so i'm pretty sus. sure that i'm pretty sure that sus just originates from the fact that among us originally was like the tech the the meeting point is all chat based like text based and like people just had to get around typing out suspicious so oh yeah i don't think i don't think that it was things. I don't think that it was coined directly from like the PC release where people were able to voice chat because I think because you can't voice chat on phone on on like <clears throat> on mobile. Yeah, I have I have the game for mobile. I got it. I'm gonna. I did not know about it until it gained popularity, and then I looked it up, and it was there, and it had like a hundred million downloads, and I was like, Jesus! So like, I downloaded it. It was pretty simple, straightforward. Yeah, uh, I played it. I played it. I played a match one time with literally every single person in the S3 shop. Like all of us uh -oh. were at our desks, like, <laughs> like on our phones, like not looking at each other. This but is then your taxpayers' dollars hard yeah, at work, we, everybody. We, 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 would, we would call. We would call. Somebody would call a meeting, and then we would literally all be like, "All right, we'd all put our phones down and like look at each other. Like, all right, what the hell's going on? Like, <laughs> that's, that's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Um, it's um, fun to do, like in the 
like when you're live, like next to the person, that's also a cool thing to do. So yeah, I haven't played it on PC with the voice chat. I don't even know how you could do that. Don't you have to have a group of people that you pre just like pre-selected to? Well, you like a game code, chat? right? Like a room code. Yeah, you have to have a. You have to be in a voice chat, uh, like in Discord or something, or some sort of thing like that. I know Discord; they really integrated it, so it's really easy now. But I did hear nowadays, though, that there are applications where you can do proximity chat. It's an application that you add that integrates it, which means that you can push a button on your keyboard, kind of like Phasmophobia, oh, when like you're playing. Yeah, like push to talk. And when you're in a meeting, you can press that. And, you know, and then they've also got apps where like when you're walking around the ship, you can do proximity chat. And I was just like, I don't know. It's going to bring a whole different element to it. Um, but you have to like actually get these basically like modded applications that mm. will bug against the game and stuff. But yeah. But it's a whole thing. When it was like the three of us and we didn't know what we were going to play and stuff, somebody was saying Among Us. And the thing is, is with Among Us, you never know, uh, you know, like if we had people join us because you ha- you can have up to 10. There's only three of us. And I was just thinking, I always get leery because you never know how people are going to react. And I was also streaming. So that's also a big risk for streamers. Yeah. You either need to play with complete randos and just do- roll the dice or you need to play with like mostly people that you know you know you yeah. don't like mix it up because you never know how people are going to react and you have to think about like that you're streaming your followers wouldn't that be better like to throw a tweet out there or something instead of having straight randos i don't know or even oh on, yeah like, no. even yeah Reddit? you can do it eight million ways but that's what i mean like you want to kind of do it with like people you know a lot of streamers will hide codes because they will get random people that'll come in and like they'll just be trolls and yeah. stuff so like yeah there's a thing or like other peers I've thought about doing just like a voice actors but one I thought it'd be pretty funny would be messing around but um when it's just the three of us I thought it'd be funny if we literally just go and one of us is the killer and as soon as we start we don't even do tasks we just push the button and then it's a game to see who can convince us to vote the other one out and see if we can vote the killer out <laughs> that's funny <laughs> I, just, I just thought it'd be really funny like that would be funny for a couple of rounds but another game that I've really started playing is um Unfortunate Spaceman, which I played during my stream, which is the same thing, but it's more first person. I have to see if you guys will play that one. That'll be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah, we talked about that um, for your stream, uh, what game to play, and that was one that we had talked about, but I think it would, it would have been more difficult because of the amount of players that you would need for it. But um, Yeah, you, you want a good group. You want you want at least like eight, at least, because the killer so is pretty monstery OP. I played Unfortunate Spaceman and people just killed me, even though I wasn't the. the oh, monster. it's toxic online. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's if they people don't like, just you like people are just like, Yo, is that a person? Yo, kill him. And yeah, like, no, they, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to push this button. So, going back to uh, Among Us and the popularity explosion, how how much do you think, Rufy? You already mentioned sort of like the Kevin Fever thing, but how much do you think COVID and us all working at home or being stuck at home influence the popularity of the game? Uh, well, I know we're going to talk about it later, but I think the fact that uh, this year there was an explosion in game sales, there was mm-hmm. an explosion in Twitch, uh, Twitch stream upstarts, uh, you know, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but I'm just saying a lot of people who had never even considered doing Twitch anymore started doing it. And most of it is because their friends that have been streamers forever or for a little bit were like, you should just stream too. Stream and we'll all stream together and we'll have like a big multi-twitch, you know, for games like this and stuff. And um, that whole group setting of feeling like you're in a, you know, you come into these communities and Twitch teams became a thing. Like I'm on a team now, but like, you know, people making up their own team, like the Marauders. And it starts out with like three guys who always play Call of Duty. And the next thing you know, six months later, they've played with regular people so much. Then they've got a team of like 15 
Like, I feel like yeah. there was just an explosion of that and that kind of explosion on Twitch and these group games for people to like re- to connect with people for better or worse <laughs> in this setting. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can get salty. I and think that that really I think it did contribute to the explosion gonna, of the game. I was going to say, because that's what my think my thinking was, was like a culmination of like um, like the perfect storm for this game. Like it was fun, easy to pick up and, and play. And um, it was cutesy, and and then all the YouTubers and Twitch streamers were streaming it, and it just seemed like a like a perfect storm for the popularity. It of the did. Game. Oh yeah, visually too. You got these yeah. cute little bubbly spacemen, which appeal to like girls, guys. You know, guys, they're not too cute. And then yeah. they've got all the little skins you can put on them, and the little they're things. The, they're so, the right amount of adorable. Yeah, you could. It's cute enough that if you did it just right, girls would be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> but then guys would be like, "Yeah, it's cool, I guess. You know, whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna put a hat on them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? like, so yeah, like, I'm gonna put I'll, this I'll wear a hot dog on hat. Face. I don't care." Yeah, right. And then it's fine. And then uh, they change things up a little bit. But then when you get killed, you get like your neck snapped. You, you know, that's the guy element there too. You know, that's the element that makes the girl go, the "Oh my god." <laughs> you know, but then the guys go, yes. yeah, yeah, shoot him in the head. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's just uh, it added just the right amount and then add into like people having to work together or people just basically straight up betraying each other. Yeah. Like it's it's uh, was a perfect storm. I agree. Yeah. Um, Josh, do you have any uh, final thoughts or yeah. any last things on the Among Us? Uh, well, I mean, it's just continuing to grow. My son is asking for it because it's on Switch now. Uh huh. So my son is asking for it, and like my uh, his mom like texts me like, "Hey, is Among Us a, good, a bad game?" And I was like, "I mean, people do get murdered," and like she's like, "Well, is it like gross?" So I had to literally send her a video of like every death animation from like vanilla base Among yeah, Us, and I was yeah. like, "They're violent, but they're not like bloody and gory," you know, like. So yeah, I think if, do that. I think if you're a good parent and you kind of you know like you know your children and you know I think it's okay for something like even violence in a game you know I think it's okay to as long as you sit down with your child and they understand it that it's a game and that's not real yeah. and that this doesn't transition to the real world I think that's okay so I mean it's good on your on your sister for you know <clears throat> um, looking into it and just to just no 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 no, no 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 my ex sorry your ex not, yeah, not yeah my your sister. ex it's, I'm talking about Liam my son yeah yeah. yeah. That's good than her just being like, "Yep, you want that game? Okay, here." You know, that's good yeah. to be involved. Um, so, all right, cool. So, um, the next topic that uh, another big one that happened this year we saw was the Epic versus Apple and Google. So, in August, Epic Games released its own payment method for Fortnite on iOS and Google Play, which is in clear violation of both platforms' rules. Um, Epic's case has the potential to benefit indie developers, though, by challenging Apple's 30% cut of App Store fees. So it's almost like, which billionaire do you side with uh, on this yeah. one? Um, which I found are pretty interesting. Like one, Ruth, I think you said it when we initially talked about like 30% is a pretty big cut. Um, but this would also benefit people that are trying to make it into the into the market. And it, it just could be a groundbreaking case. Big damn cut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you, like, you know, someone gives you $10 and you, or, and you only get seven out of that $10. You know, kind of kind of irritating. Josh, I'll let you take this one since Ruthie took the first, uh, Among Us first. So, what do you, what do you, what are your I'm, thoughts I'm, about on, on that? I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it again. You don't like care. I did last time. I don't care about Fortnite. <laughs> I don't care. Did you play Fortnite more than anybody I know? No, sorry. No, that is. You played it a lot. I swear no, you played it. No, I played Fortnite. I've played I thought maybe, you did, a, maybe cum- a cumulative amount of maybe thirty, maybe twenty-five rounds of Fortnite. 
And it's always because my friends are like, come on, play Fortnite with us. And I'm like, Ugh. that's how I got moved into it when we played. Yeah, you and yeah. I played Fortnite. And I was like, we just, I had a horrible time. You had a horrible time. Just was not good. I'm trying to play and motherfuckers are building like entire skyscrapers in fucking yeah, 4.3 like seconds. And I'm like, nope, don't like can that. I just, can I just kill you? Like, I'm clearly out, out gunning you. Just take it. Just take the death, man. Come on. But no, they're like, look at my building. I can't. I can't do it. So, regardless. Well, outside of that. I agree that 30% is a lot. A 30% is a lot of, of of any amount of anything. 30% is. Especially when you're trying to make money and grow a business. Like, if you watch Shark Tank, nobody goes, I'm willing to offer 30% of my company. Hell no. They always <laughs> offer like, yeah, I'll, I'll give you 0.4%. Like, they try to do stuff like that because they're trying to keep their money. 30% is way too much money. It's yeah, it's a lot. I I agree. And like it's cr- like other platforms like a uh, Twitch or anything, anytime they go from like 2% to like 3% or 3% to 5%, it's like a huge uproar. So the fact that this is like a 30% like you know, just flatline like yeah. And then like we talked about, they had all those that what is it? Remember they had that whole like campaign thing to make it seem like Big Brother, you know, like they had they it was ready. It was a very it wasn't just them trying to backdoor. It was a whole move, and I think they hope that whether they win or I think they hope they win, but whether they win or lose, they really it was a whole move, and they're trying to you know get advocacy. So yeah, they knew what they were doing when they implemented it. Yeah. You know, they were going against the thing, but yeah, that was a weird. That campaign was weird. They they actually had like this weird competition where. You won like this weird trophy. I don't remember the specifics behind it, but it was just like a really weird campaign. You're right. Best way to, to like a tone deaf sort of like campaign. Um, yeah. That the the epic was launching in in the face of this. So, um, but it's funny because if you think about it, I think it was on one of the Kotaku articles I was reading. I was like, which billionaire do you side with? Sort of thing, right? But yeah, p- my personal take on it is I kind of I'm kind of hoping that. Something changes for, for, I'm always for this little guy, you know, for the indie devs, for the people that are making games like Among Us, you know, and something that uh, that's in favor to them. And so I think this would be, uh, you would think this would favor the the little guys, but then I know it's just these co- corporations will find some way to, to fuck it up for everybody else. So <laughs> I'm a little bit um, uh, morbid when it comes to thinking about, you know, how corporations will, will react to when it comes to money. But I think it would be good for, for the, the little guys. Yeah, for indie developers, yeah, this yeah. is an important deal. Yeah. Because 30, 30%. 30%. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I guess you guys want to move on to the, the next topic, or do you have any um, thoughts on that one? I thought it was pretty interesting. Speaking of strategic moves. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Microsoft Um, Cinemax. (laughs) Speaking of big, you know what? I should just let you read that one for that one. That was such a sick, nice little. If we were doing radio, that'd be like that's like the perfect segue. But um, yes, as Ruthie was saying, uh, Microsoft Cinemax slash Bethesda acquisition was that was a huge one this year. So Microsoft seven point five billion dollar acquisition of Cinemax Media, the parent company of Bethesda, and several other slightly smaller but still huge video game companies. Uh, Microsoft will add uh, top flight game series like Dishonored, Wolfenstein, Prey, Elder Scrolls, and Fallout. And uh, Xbox head Phil Spencer, quote, deal was not done to take games away from other player base like that. I think I messed up that quote. But anyways, 
So what do you guys think about that Microsoft's purchase? Because that was a big thing, right? Was Microsoft has no first-party games. Sony has all the first-party games. And then Microsoft made this deal. I have my thoughts. Ruthie, we'll, 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 we talked about this um, a lot, I want to say, throughout the year. But, Ruthie, what, yeah. what was your take on this? I know you're, you're always like, you're a self, you were a self-proclaimed Xbox girl, but apparently I think you're PCMR now. But um, <laughs> you were a self-proclaimed Xbox girl. We haven't talked console. It will always be Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> So, what was your take on the acquisition and like the future of these studios? Um, I mean, from everything I said, it seemed like, I mean, because when you think about it, at the end of the day, it cost them a lot of money to acquire this, you know, like, I mean, to get this. But at the end of the day, now whatever is made from that does get to filter back to them. So, I mean, either way, they're going to make money. But I think everybody was worried, like, oh, they're going to take over everything, they're going to change everything, they're going to make everything exclusive. You know, and it's going to screw over other people and stuff. But and then I think that's why maybe Phil said what he did. Um, you know, they're not making it to like corner. You know, and hold on, everybody, hold on. <laughs> yeah, hold on, everybody. It's not what we said. Um, and I think what I'd read is they're not trying to go in and bring in their own guys into development teams and stuff like that. I think I think they still want everything to be successful. And I I think my big hope was just you know they made it because. There's a lot of, I mean, I know, you know, underneath that, ZeniMax and Bethesda, there are like a lot of, you know, like studio companies that are, you know, that have made some like really good games. Um, and so for them to do that, you know, I think it was pretty smart. Um, but I just hope that they they give resources and don't like take them away. And I hope they don't like, you know, I hope they can only make it better. I feel like they already spent a lot of money acquiring it. So on top of that, to do that, I hope that they don't all of a sudden get like tight fisted and be like, okay, well, we just spent all this money buying all you guys. So better figure your shit out. Yeah, you (laughs) don't work with what you got. They have too many resources. It could just always make things better. And yeah, I don't think they should be exclusive. Like, I don't think they should make everything exclusive. But yeah, because it made me think like, was it I can't remember all the studios that who was this? There was that one game that got canceled. That was supposed to be for 360. It was like a Dragon game. I can't remember. But they purchased Bioware, and then we kind of saw what happened with that. Uh, I guess their reputation really um, is, hasn't been great when they purchase outside um, studio studios like this. But I think something like going, like we always talk, we already talked about like Game Pass and things like that. I just think the direction they're going is they're going to continue to let these games come to other consoles like the PS5. But they want to include it in their Game Pass thing as as like... Um, Which would be very, presti- you know, because people are like, oh, well, if they do that, that's essentially making the game for free. No, they're not. They're really tying in people that have subscription service. Yeah. Like, if you can, if, if the choice is, is to be part of a $15, $20 subscription service and get like three big games that are each $60, you know, well, nowadays getting to be $70 new that you have to get them for $70 on other places, then yeah, people will start going for the subscription service. And honestly, let's be honest. The, the realism of today's subscription service is it's a hassle to cancel subscription sometime, <laughs> you know, or like it renews and you're like, well, fuck it. I guess I got it in another month. Like just cause you like, should have forget. Cause you, have you so do, you forget. Money. Like it's just, you forget. And they, it's just an amount that you're like, uh, $10, $20 a month. What is that? Like 40 cents a day. Like at the end of the day, we may start, we waste our money on a lot of shit having a game service. And then we all know you cancel that service, but then one night you've got the entertainment bug 
and you've got to have that movie or that show or whatever, and you're not going to rent it, you will pay for that subscription service to have it a whole month. <laughs> yeah. So actually, going on about that subscription thing, you're completely right. Like, for example, I don't know if you guys know, I definitely know because uh, April, as you all know, has a problem. I'm not trying to bash her, but she loves The Office, right? Like, she has a problem, okay? <laughs> it was removed on January 1st of 2021 off of Netflix. Yeah. Yep, it's gone. So Plex. it's on Peacock <clears throat> exclusively now. I have it on my Plex, so you know. Okay, let me finish the story. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm spoiling <laughs> it. We, uh... We, uh, and it's, fr and Peacock is free, but that's still like a whole other subscription service. We gotta pay some money though, right? No, I think you have to pay for certain perks. I haven't, I haven't downloaded it or looked into it really, but I just know that it's been moved there. You know what I'm saying? Right, um, right. So, <laughs> so I'm just, it's just a weird thing how these subscription things work, but then you have people that maybe have a subscription to Uplay or a subscription to, uh oh my goodness what's the other one there's playstation now people that ea's got one like, too they have like exactly. a weird perk then, program yeah, yeah ea has one mm -hmm. so like there's all of these things that like in terms of like for games oh my god gamefly is still around i don't know if you guys know that yeah gamefly is still a paid subscription i don't even know Sony what gamefly is anymore like yeah so like and now you have game pass so it's like is they're just trying to broaden their spectrum of titles that they're allowed to have on their game pass which i agree is a good thing but i think the thing that worries people is that changes in management aren't always good you know what i mean so like well, like i said the history was like bioware like you saw like what they did right. with that studio so because who knows they probably bought the company for all we know they bought the company they had a big board meeting and they're like all right you're ours now Every no more Wolfenstein stuff ever. Like we're dropping that IP completely. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think yeah, that's exactly. something that's something that people are people are wary about. But I I have a computer, so I'm fine. PCMR, yeah. <laughs> I saw a tweet where someone said, well, I was like, man, you PC gamers are like the vegans of gaming. <laughs> always talking yeah, about yeah, what yeah. I was like, that is so true. Like, we're always talking shit about our systems. Well, it works great on my machine because I have a $3,000 computer. Um, so I think, it's, I think it's pretty funny. But going back to the main topic of the acquisition, uh, Microsoft. So to kind of like paint the picture here was, so the announcement of the Xbox One, Microsoft stumbled. They didn't know. I honestly don't understand their way of thinking. They wanted to do this in like entertainment, like general like, console that ties into TV and everything. And it wasn't even that powerful compared to the PS4. And then they had to pivot and do all these weird things. So they were stumbling out the box with the Xbox One and it was a hundred hours more with a connect that didn't even do anything. So they stumbled in the beginning and then Sony and PS4 shot out and they had they had all these great studios and were launching these games and so I'm not sure and so Microsoft they had to pivot and kudos to them for pivoting they couldn't follow the 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 mold that Sony was doing or the the conventional mold of hardware with good software so what they did was is they introduced Game Pass and they had to like reinvent themselves and so I think it's great that they have it because it gives us an option. Like, in the fact that they're tying it into with PC, and I believe they already came out and said that any of their main studios games that come out on 
Series X or coming coming out in the future will also be on PC at the same time. So as a PC owner, great, you know, I can play those games too, even though I have a PS5. And I think it's just overall, it's great in general for gamers to give us a choice that we have that this choice now. Um, and they're, yeah. they're, they've taken a different, you know, angle on it. And I'm really excited, but I'm also, like I always say, I'm cautiously optimistic because we don't know what's going to happen to these studios with the games that they're making. If they run into issues, you know, budgetary issues or something, and then they just ultimately can it. Like that stupid freaking game I can't think of that was on Xbox One that they had to cancel. I can't remember the name of it. But, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, uh, I don't think they're going to make these games exclusives. I think they may do may do some timed exclusives, maybe some extra content that's only like extra like DLC stuff that may be sort of like how what Destiny did, which I didn't like. Destiny had weapons and skins and stuff that was only on the PS4 and it wasn't on the yeah. Xbox One, which I didn't like that either. But I think that's kind of what we're going to see. So I don't think – I just don't think that that amount of money that they spent, they're going to make these games – console exclusive it just wouldn't make sense because you're going to be able to sell these games for 60 dollars a pop each on other consoles and then also on your console and on top of that included with game pass i don't think people should worry about them not including it on other other systems i don't think that's what this purchase was for yeah i yeah that's yeah that's, i don't think that's because that's people thought you they like, were going to bot it up and grub it all but yeah. they, i don't think that's what they're going to do you basically hit the nail on the head there with that <clears throat> yeah mm-hmm all right, so I guess that means we can move on to the next topic then. Yep, it's stupid. It's dumb. Move on. <laughs> next topic. All right. Yeah, Josh, I'm not getting that pizzazz from you, man. I need that Josh pizzazz, all right? What are you talking about? It's up. coming. It's coming. All right. All right. Um, so the next topic ties into two Microsoft. So this year we saw, this is what was kind of funny to me, though, just the whole thing. Halo Infinite got delayed. It was supposed to be a launch title for the Series X, but it, eventually it got delayed. But the thing was, so it was Microsoft's only first party exclusive for next-gen consoles was delayed until holiday of 2021 entire year uh the game was shown in depth at microsoft's july showcase and immediately panned by fans for its seemingly lackluster graphics and last gen feel the craig meme was born you know like the weird face yeah yeah Yeah. from the (laughs) roof yeah Yeah, for some reason looks like a gorilla yeah um so and then also on top of that shortly after so director chris lee left the project in october after the delay announcement making him the second director to be lost the previous director tim longo left the project the year before um josh i'll let you take this one because i know you're a halo fan you've played all the halos so i'm gonna let you uh, lead off with this one played all the halos okay halo is a great series i have books i've read a lot of expanded lore Played a lot of multiplayer, won a uh, a multiplayer tournament when I was, like, back on the original Xbox when Halo came out, like a big LAN in a mall, like a big, they did a big LAN party, and I, me and my buddies, we won a tournament, won, like, uh, like $300. Um, but Halo was a big part of, like, my gaming, like, upbringing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and... I feel like a lot of people that like Halo are part of that group or that niche, you know what I'm saying? And so I feel like churning out, I don't want Halo to get to that point or the developer to get to that point where like, it's the same thing with Assassin's Creed. Like, they're just like, we got to get one out. We got to get it out. We got to get something out that people like. The, for me, the best Assassin's Creed as of right now is one and three. 
two, I did not enjoy. I haven't enjoyed any Assassin's Creed since then. But um, with Halo, I liked all the way up to Halo 3. Halo 3 is literally, in my opinion, like the perfect first-person shooter. As soon as they start incorporating all this special stuff like sprinting and abilities, like sprinting in Halo is like stupid. It's the dumbest thing ever. Like, so, okay. This is what I'm talking about, like trying to capitalize on what other games are doing and breaking the Halo mold that people are in love with. Okay. They're making it open world. Halo has never done that. I'm not a big fan of Halo being that way either. Like, in Halo, Chief usually has an objective, and that's it. You go do it, and that's it. There's no, like, oh, I guess I'll deal with the ring exploding later. Go here, because everybody kill knows everybody, it, <laughs> grab yeah. this, go yeah. here, kill everybody. Oh, we, ne- we need you to go, we need you to go gather <laughs> these crystals. Like, what? I'm not doing that. There's The ring is gonna blow up, Beth. I'm gonna go <laughs> kill people, you know what I'm saying? Okay? So... And then they're they're mm-hmm. bringing back sprinting, okay? Sprinting in Halo, I don't know if you guys know, there's a huge divide in the Halo community about sprinting and whether or not it's an addition or it's detrimental, okay? Mm-hmm. There's a... I'm about to prove to you, like, how sprinting is stupid. <laughs> the Halo maps from Halo 3 and down were all wonderfully designed. Perfect, right? God-tier multiplayer maps, okay? Now, they added sprinting there's an old map from like Halo 2. I think it's from Halo 2 or Halo 3. That's called like uh Rebirth where it's like on a covenant ship. And in the those first 3 Halo games, all you could do is walk. You could not sprint and you can like do your jumps and st- and stuff whatever. So if you walk from one end to the other, it took you a certain amount of time. They brought it back for Halo 5, the same map. They reworked it and they made it bigger. The reason they had to make it bigger is because motherfuckers could sprint. Even though you're sprinting, it takes you the same time to get from the end to the other, from one end to the other end, all because they're like, it's basically like relativity. Like the speed that you, that you run at changes no effect on how quickly you move across the map just because it's larger than if you were walking. And they're trying to, so people are divided on the sprinting thing and they're including it in this game. And honestly, I wish they'd take it out. Now, in terms of the project as a whole, this is like what I said before. Stop trying to fork out games to capitalize on people's desire to have that game. Like, if people are really patient, Mm -hmm. they're going to get a better product. Like we said, like Peter and I said, Cyberpunk is cool. (laughs) I would have waited longer. 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 Especially considering what I said, like, because there's nothing to do except the quests. I don't know, like, man. I think that's another conversation we're going to have another time. But, dude, there's so absolutely. much shit to do in that game. Like, I've put 30 hours in already, and there's, like, I haven't even touched the single-player stuff. I've done all side quests. But anyways, I, I Yeah, I but I'm, that's what I'm saying is quests. It's quests. Like, it's not, it's side quests and main quests. That's it. Yeah, it's not like Grand Theft Auto. I mean, I'll give you that. But anyways, we're not talking about that game. We're talking about Halo yeah, Infinite. Right. But, yeah. Um, okay, so, there's just, I don't know, man, I'm just, are you mad? I'm burnt out, I'm burnt out, of course, I'm I'm upset. You think that all that time that they've had to develop, so, (laughs) let me just, hold on, let me just throw my thought real quick out there, I think it's really, 
it looks really bad on them because they had all this time and we every, we hadn't seen anything about it. They announced it, I don't know, two, three years ago and you know they've been working on it and they launched that gameplay trailer and I was like, ugh, like this looks ugly. Like this does not yeah. look But then ne- next the reveal gen. trailer, the reveal trailer looks cool as fuck. Like in the dropship with that pilot and then like they show the the warthog going across the plains and the marines moving through the smoke and chief walk like he walks in the frame and he's holding his helmet you're like this is cool as fuck right but then and they show the gameplay trailer you, like they show the gameplay trailer and you're like you're like watching <laughs> yeah, it and like, then you what? see he like turns and then of course what's the first thing they do they come out of the thing and they do this with every open world game trailer like gameplay trailer ever they walk out, and what do they first? First thing they do, they do a 360 pan. Look at how big our world is. Yep. Halo did it. <laughs> and then they do some weird, like, oh, okay, let's start Let's start walking. Oh, let's show everybody how we can sprint now. Sprint. I don't, I don't care about sprinting, all right? I don't care. Take it out. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> if I want to move fast, I'll get in the Warthog, <laughs> goddammit. All right. Ruthie, I don't know if you're if you're much of a Halo fan, but what is, what were your thoughts on the whole debacle that was Halo Infinite this year? Um, I just thought, yeah, I've never been like huge into Halo. It's not that I hate or something. I think I just kind of missed the train when it was very popular. I, the only thing I did with Halo is uh, I played um, <clears throat> I played the um, like some multiplayer when I was back in high school with the boys, and uh, and then I think I played Reach. Like maybe when that first came out, because um, my friends were like, "Oh, you're gonna play it," so I played it for something different. But people, that's like a whole thing for them. Halo's a big deal, so I don't know. But I did all the things you pointed out about the um, trailer and stuff like that. Like, yeah, it was all like money shots that are almost in every kind of game that you know, game trailer that get like, you know, people talking and stuff like that. It's it's one of those things so like it tries to coin like oh halo's different now guys we're gonna do it like all these other triple a titles like bro you are a triple a title no one's taking that away from you just do what you do don't do what everybody else does be you like and then the directors obviously they're leaving like because they're like i can't fucking do this shit like if you're not gonna let me make the game that I want to make it the way that people want me to make it, then I'm I'm out. I'm leaving. I'm done. I'll go make money somewhere else. Die. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. this is Josh Pizzazz you were looking for. I'm about to I'm about to Mass Effect. Get the fuck out of here, just straight up. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, it's um. I mean, I'm not quite as big of a Halo fan as you are, Josh. But yes, I had many. I, it was the first Xbox game that I ever purchased. It was one of the first online games I ever played, which was Halo 2 um, on the original Xbox. And then Halo 3 and then 4 is kind of why I dropped out. Um, and then Halo 5, I didn't really play that much because there was no split screen. I couldn't play with my son, so I was kind of bummed out about that. But um, I was kind of looking forward to to a new halo and a new direction and you know upgrade upgraded graphics you know just a current gen take on it but i was a little disappointed to see that and it was kind of like another like l for for microsoft and i'm not rooting against microsoft i know ruthie will probably call call my bs call bs on that but i was a little i was a little disappointed i wanted to see some 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 more from halo but um that being said, is there anything else that we need to touch on regarding Halo Infinite? 
before we move on? Josh, yeah, how can you follow Josh? Josh is going to turn this. Follow Josh on that. Right, <laughs> we're going to turn this into a Halo Infinite bitch session. This was this whole episode. I'm going to I'm going to turn my mic volume down because I'm going to yell. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. It's like you have a if you're a fan of a franchise and then you know it's just like keep stumbling. You know it's frustrating because you you want it you want it to, you know to be successful and you want to play it and you know it's just like what the hell are you doing over there? What's going on? Um, all right, so this one is a little bit more of a happier story. I I think. Sort of like mixed bag, but so this year we had a surprise announcement earlier in the year with uh, Valve announcing Half-Life Alex with the caveat that it was only VR. Um, but it, it won um, VR Game of the Year award. But I think the problem with it being only in VR is it got snubbed in a lot of other people's Game of the Year awards. Now I haven't played it all the way through. I played, like I said, I probably put three hours into it, and that game was just. It is mind-blowingly good. Like it is just quite the. Exp- it's an experience. You know, I just you play a game, it is it is nuts. And so I, it's unfortunate that I think because one VR is super expensive. You need to have a so you need a VR headset, which can range from right now three hundred dollars for the Oculus Quest Two, which takes some quite a bit of like finagling and messing around with to get working wirelessly on your computer. Um, up to the half or to the Valve Index, which is, I think is a thousand dollars, and then on top of that, you need a you need a gaming PC to play it. So it's there's not one of, there's one above that too than the Valve Index. I forget what it's called, but it's like it's almost twenty one hundred bucks. Oh wow, yeah. So the Valve Index is the one that Linus Tech Tips that I saw the video said it was like that's the go to for the best experience. But obviously it's one of the more, more expensive and it's hard to get. But anyways, so access to the game is not necessarily easy. So I can understand why it missed a lot of people's radars and it's just not. It's just expensive. It's a huge. It's a, an expensive endeavor to play one game. Like I even told my wife that. I didn't want, like, I would love to play it, but I'm not going to shell out $300 to $1,000 for a VR unit just so I can play it. But my son wanted yeah. to play it. There's my daughter wanted to play other things in there, like Beat Saber is addicting as hell. I love Beat Saber. So I want to play Beat Saber so bad. Yeah, there's some there's some added <laughs> added extras, you know, to play it. So it wasn't all just for Half-Life Alex. But that being said, it was quite amazing. So, um... Ruthie, what are you, what are you, what are your thoughts on Half Life Alex and VR and, and all the things that I've just laid out before you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm I'm not really um familiar a whole lot with Half Life and stuff like that. Um, I do know Valve. I do know that VR has gotten bigger and bigger. Um, I'm interested in VR. Uh, I like Josh. Really want to play Beat Saber a whole lot. Uh, I know it has to be pretty good though because um. Ever since Christmas, like about eight times a day, I see that um, my friend Pistol Pete on Steam logs into Half Life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you just out my gamer like, tag <laughs> like that, Ruthie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is, yeah, whatever it is on there. But it's funny because I just saw my Steam pops up and says who's online, and it'll be funny because it'll say like, "It's playing Half Life. It's playing Half Life. <laughs> it's playing Half Life." And then I yeah. laugh because then later it's like playing Beat Saber. <laughs> really enjoying that that might VR. be my daughter playing beat saber though no lie my daughter's obsessed with that game so i know that's what you're saying yeah mm. no i want to see i have some friends that are obsessed with it but um i thought uh i've not played it but i just know when the announcement came out and stuff about it people are like what like i don't know people are just like nuts about it like it it was a whole thing um i felt like cool. a lot of people were like yes a new half-life game They're like oh but it's only vr no, not a, I that's can't play exactly, it. That's exactly yeah. what happened. I was like, 
It's coming! It's here! And then they were like, it's a prequel and it's only VR. Fuck you. So I was like, no! No! Like, I straight up felt like Mufasa being held by Scar, just like, ha fuck you, bleh. Yeah, it's like he was holding you and you're like, oh, okay, we're good. And then he's like, long live the king. And you're like, no! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's horrible. Don't compare that. <laughs> Don't be shitty. <laughs> nah, oh my goodness. Cool. Oh, Josh, so you had some feelings then, huh? You got some, you got some uh, thoughts on we that. We talked about this on the show, like when Half Life Alex was oh, yeah. uh, was announced. Yeah. I had the same reaction. I was like, just make it for everyone. Like it's cool if it's VR, but if I don't have VR, I still deserve. I have a right to play it. Damn it! All right, I'm done. I mean, but I I will say, in Val's defense, there's no way you would get that experience on a screen and a mouse and keyboard. You're like, completely correct, and I agree with you. But well, they made it for that way, though. Right? Exactly. I think, yeah. All right. When I yeah. saw the video of a guy play dominoes with books in that game, and the other video of a guy teaching his class using markers on the window, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like this game is. Wait, what? This is a guy. He taught one of his. I forgot. It was a video of it on YouTube. He taught a class doing math on one using his VR headset, and he was like writing equations on the window with her dry erase markers in the game in in half-life Alex. yes and get the an, fuck out of here no so you, you can, can you can write yeah i did it i was like trying it's really hard but he probably had practice at it but i went there i drew like my name and i did it real nice and then um you can um my son kept putting a bucket over his head he would like pick a bucket and put it on his head um a person actually st- stacked a ton of I, i'm sorry you didn't see this stacked a ton of books up he just he he stacked them up one by one, and then he like poked one, and then it fell down, and it was like a whole chain reaction throughout the room. I was like, I saw this about three months ago, and I was like blown away. And then with the the, and it's using the Havoc engine, which was in the original Half Life Two, essentially from what I read. So it's pretty nuts that that physics engine still you know holds up to today's standards. But yeah, you can throw. I juggled like two two uh, two balls. You know, like I know that sounds funny. Don't laugh. But I juggled two two items in the air. And uh, I was playing catch with uh, what's the, oh you can actually pick up the head crabs after you kill them and like dangle them in front of you. You can look inside, and it's just oh man, it's it's I can't explain it. It's just an experience, man. Like I couldn't totally. It sucks that it's not a for, an affordable experience for gamers right now, but I mean it's getting there. I guess if you have a gaming PC and if you can get afford three hundred dollars for an Oculus Quest uh, two. It might be worth it, but I mean, yeah. So I was actually considering since the PS5 is like, I'm not doing any, I'm not jumping through hoops to buy a PS5. Like, I think it would be better to just get the VR headset and just wait like a year. I mean, I I just look, man. PS5 is cool and all, hey. but I know that I know that God of War Ragnarok is going to be exclusive to PS5, and I. I have to play God of War Ragnarok. Like I cannot not play it. Well, you're next on my on my list, so I got two friends ahead. I have one friend ahead of you, so if I get a PS5, <laughs> you're you're on my list. So you're one of the, one of the few friends I trust that can pay me five hundred and some odd dollars <laughs> uh, yes. on the spot. I already shipped one to my buddy in Chicago, so uh, you know Ty. I got him a PS5. So all right. Well, we made a pact. Me and a group of friends made a pact. Like earlier I know, but this I'm year. not. I'm not holding it against you. It's fine. But if you would have joined in on the pact, all you had to do was just say, "I didn't. I didn't know about it." 
well, anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyways, um, so yeah, Half-Life <laughs> Alex, I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted by the chat, I told myself I wouldn't have it up, but I'm, I'm like recording my screen this episode so I can share it with oh. the, the Discord members, so they can watch the conversation and the chat at the same time, so, um, I love yeah, your your guys' facial expressions is worth it. Yeah, it was Josh. Most, like, he's he's the one that has the I mean, he's the memeable guy. Was, he's the one that possesses. Oh man, man, that punk Blink One Eighty Two thing you did. I was oh, laughing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> All you had to do was add the guy liner, man. Yeah, it really yeah. was. Like in the fact that he put in like the little piercing, I was like, it <laughs> yeah. looks too natural. This is scary. Like I feel like I knew this guy back in high school. Like, <laughs> And mostly thought he was cool, but some days might have wanted to punch him in the throat. Like, I don't know. Like, it was funny. So for those of you who aren't part of the Discord chat, Josh uh, (laughs) made the revelation that he was uh, emo and a Blink-182 fan, and he was wearing a beanie. So I photoshopped some facial piercings and eyeliner and a Blink-182 patch. I don't know if you guys caught the Blink-182 patch on his his head. On the side of the beanie. (laughs) It looked so natural. It looked like... You look like an e boy, Josh. It was too good. <laughs> I was dead. Um, um, yeah, we should start making start making stupid TikToks. <laughs> and do the little dances. Um, I was laughing. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, do we have anything else to add to Half Life, Alex? Um, nope. Other than that, it sucks. That uh, we I want it. <laughs> I want to play it, yeah. but I can't. I, I, I just, yeah, that's my only thing. I think I agree. Uh, there's a difference between having to buy a game for a different console, or in this case, it was you had to buy basically a different console. I know VR is in a console, but and technically it is, is almost a it's a peripheral. It's yeah, almost it's a, is. It's, I mean, it, it basically is. I mean, you're talking like a three hundred dollar thing that allows you to play some like so. You know, I, I feel the same as Josh. Like it sucks that he would have to pay three hundred dollars just to you know to get that experience. It's different from paying eighty dollars on a certain console as opposed to you know you have to have this one. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but I am laughing because Josh literally said at the very beginning, "I'm going to work on all my backburners." Uh, and now he was just like, you know, <laughs> I can't get the PS Five. I'm maybe I'll get the uh, VR. Maybe you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so mad. <laughs> Yo, I should put like a get an overlay for my camera to just put like a little rage meter and just hit the plus sign every time I get upset. <laughs> um, uh, that's funny. <clears throat> oh my god! All right, so my my last thing I want to say though, at least the Oculus Quest is a hundred three hundred dollars now. So that's like you can't play yeah. it on the Quest Two. But if you have a PC already, that seems a little bit less painful as a purchase, in my opinion. But I know where if you it, the only thing that sucks with that is it it is a pain to set up. I got it working, but it is a little bit of a pain. But um, all right. But can I, you do it? Can you do it with a cable? Yeah, you can. You just got to get a really long USB C cable. And I was like, I don't oh, want to mess with that. But if you have five five gigahertz um a five gigahertz router, and your computer has you know is compatible with five five G um Wi Fi, it'll it'll works beautifully like i don't have any type of latency no, it's insane there's no there's no i have no wireless anything on my computer you just get a usb adapter i don't know anyways we just talked okay. about that someone okay. needed one i forgot who, i think it was I, blaze I, that needed one i kill you okay. <laughs> um all right so moving on uh to the next topic this one's a little kind of a sadder a sadder like disappointing one um but mm-hmm. so earlier this year there was misconduct uh what it was was term um Misconduct at Ubisoft Quebec, known for Assassin's Creed. Uh, in June, uh, Jason, Jason Schreier from Bloomberg, formerly of Kotaku, came out with a 
pretty big article um, that stated current and former Ubisoft employees came forward with allegations of abuse, harassment, and misconduct that suggest the publisher has spent years building its workplace culture on a bedrock of toxicity and deniability. I believe we talked about some of this earlier this year. And then on top of that, we also found that Ashraf Ishmael, the former creative director for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, was fired by Ubisoft following social media allegations that he had carried on an extramarital affair with a streamer he met at E3 2017, lying to her about his marriage. Oh boy. Uh, Ruthie, I'll let you take this one. Um, uh, go ahead. Um, I don't know. I've, like, I remember this episode where I like got heated at pump moments because like I just... I, I don't know. I don't... I feel like nowadays, it just was like, it was just a shit show all around, to be honest. Like, I wanted to be mad at her, because I'm like, how do you not know? I wanted to be mad at him, like, why are you, why are you doing this? <laughs> I mean, like, also, I'm kind of like Josh, like, people just don't be shitty. Like, I that was an episode. Was the, that that was the episode. Coined the phrase. Yeah, I was going to say, that was the episode <laughs> that I think that started. Like, it really just was. And, and like, and I think we ended up talking about things like debating, like, people doing, you know, are they doing things to, like, get ahead or be selfish? You know, from every angle we considered, we also considered, like, um, it came forward, like, this case made other, you know, other people have come forward, too, and said stuff. And then I think... Also, wasn't this around the time as well that like other things were going on and um, other Twitch people were coming forward about misconduct, like female gamers were coming forward about misconducts from male people in the industry. And I know it like it's there was like this whole thing. Um, So I know it was like a very heated episode. Yeah, around around the same time stuff was happening with. uh, Dr. What's his face? Well, yeah, but that but. That was there different, was, uh, but I know what you're talking about, though. Like there when the- was one against Angry Joe from the Angry Joe Show. I don't know if you guys know who that is, but he's a pretty big deal. Like he's a pretty big like game review YouTuber, like game review streamer. Like, and he's very honest, brutal. He fucking tears games to shreds. Like he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was an allegation against him, which was later uh, disproven as like because she lied or whatever. But um. But those are the things I'm talking about. Like, yeah, I don't know. The, like, I don't know the it started a whole, this case. I didn't read it, yeah, but no. it's just yeah, and it goes back thing. on both people. Don't be shitty. Like, yeah, and that's you, what I think. That's the v- debate that it started for us because, like, you know, as a woman, I do know that it's out there, and I do know that there's a lot of things. Like, and there has been for hundreds of years. I know the other day, um, someone, you know, because I, I'm not, um, you know, it, it's hard to be a woman, and you know, it, I feel like as a woman, I even have pressure. You have to be like 100% like, we're women. We're tired of this bullshit. Feminist. Yay. (laughs) Or you have to be the other side where you're just like, "Uh you know, I think we're being a little pushy, guys. You know, we're supposed to be ladies. Like, I feel like I'm in the middle somewhere and they want you to be one or the other. That's the pressure that there is when you are a woman. And so, like, there's a part of me that's in the middle that's trying to take in all stories. There are, just like there are men that take advantage of a situation, there are women too. And that was my debate. Like... I feel she should have known. I'm wondering if it was advantageous because he was high up. How do you not right. know? But because for me, I would know. Like, there's no way that would get by me. I'm just sorry. There's not. I am too, like, abrasive in your face and jealous. Like, <laughs> disappear for four days. I mean, what the fuck are you doing? Like, Where were you? He's Where were you? A, he's like, a creative director for and a, he's 
in the public eye so much. It is in the public eye. How do you not know that he's married? Like he is, but he is. um, He he is. uh, I want to say the the phrase. He is of an Islamic marriage, right? So it's very conservative. So maybe a lot of the information could be very private. It was very private. Yeah, and I'm willing to. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not signing for the guy, but I'm saying. But he no, did no, no, no. say yeah. that he was like separated. So that's the thing that he said he was yeah. separated. But so in that side of his, he tried. To, from my understanding, he tried to keep very private. So I could. I could see how he can manipulate this other person. But there's always two sides yeah. to every story, and it's. Oh very, yeah, yeah, that's my thing. It, I, it I totally get a different it. debate. There's yeah. two sides, and that's what I'm saying. And then it brought up all. Then there was a big thing on Twitch where women gamers came forward and they were like, oh, yes, this person has these guys online, either in voice or on video or interaction at conventions like TwitchCon and stuff like that. They've been inappropriate and I've let it slide, but we're tired of it, you know, you know, and it sucks that Twitch is so big and they're allowing this to happen. You know, like there's just like a lot and just a hard debate because I feel that some women, you know, do want the attention, you know, because that's the way they feel they have to get attention. And then someone I think are very valid. I think they were treated wrongly. So it's hard because you, you like, you can't take everybody, you know, it's just a hard place to be. I think my thing was, is that episode, I was just like, it was shitty all around, like separated or not the way I feel about marriage should have never gone down. Um, her, I feel like she should have known. I think it was all inappropriate on every end. Um, but that's just because of my views on marriage. It has nothing to do with who he was or who she was, honestly. It's just my views. Right. Um, but it it just was, I don't know. I'm like, Josh, don't be shitty. <laughs> like The whole misconduct thing, I'm like, you have the right to make a choice. Like, you make the choices you make. And I'm sorry. I think a lot of people go through a lot of crap. So the fact is, like, I'm going through a crisis or I'm having a bad day or, you know, whatever. I don't know. Okay, you did it. You're wrong. Own up to the consequences. Yeah. Don't try to victimize yourself. Like, yep. Yeah, I totally. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. If you're if you get caught up in something, I mean, it's also your. If you get caught up doing something negative or horrible like that, it's it's hard yeah. to be like, oh, I'm sorry because you're only you're only saying you're sorry because you got caught. So it's tough in that situation. Like, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to say? Like, I guess don't apologize. Just be like, yeah, you're right. I was a piece of shit and I did this. What do you, I, that's all he can really do i mean look yeah i'm no saint and i've probably done oh, yeah, i've no. done regrettable things in my life and you know i've gotten caught and i'm almost like what are you supposed to do like you can't say you just can't say you're sorry because the reason why you're sorry because you got caught so if you didn't get caught you wouldn't have been sorry in the first place so it's like the, the best thing you can do is demonstrate a desire to do it differently like i've made my mistakes i'm pretty sure everybody listening has made mistakes and the one thing that I can say that I'm doing is I'm trying to do it different. Like, yeah, 100%. Be, be a better person, learn from yeah. your mistakes. That's all you can really ask for. Like, you know, I, I well, love I mean, April, one, I love just, her to death, yeah, and I would good. never, ever, yeah. ever think or dream of putting her in a position like that. Like, especially considering that I was put there myself. Peter knows. Oh, I know. We need to do, we <laughs> yeah. need to do that show. We need to do that episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've only heard hints, but I'm laughing because I, I no, I just giggled Ooh. because uh, earlier in the episode you were saying like April has a problem, y'all. But now you're just like <laughs> I would never do anything. Well, I'm, like I'm not it's saying, you're, come on, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I feel like during the show she's texted you like, oh yeah, I have a problem, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have a problem sleeping on the couch. <laughs> and he's like, listen, guys, 
talking about marriage just conveniently right now. I would never do that to April. <laughs> she is my life. She is everything. <laughs> so I'm about to no, cut those two together. Like, like 15 minutes later. <laughs> um, you all know what I meant. No, so yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I agree. We're I'm just Josh and Josh. Just like, yeah, I'm just... Uh, I'm just like, don't, uh, yeah, don't be shitty. Like, just, just overall, don't be just, shitty. just don't be shitty, you know? Like, yeah. ultimately, the first thing you should always do is just be like, you know, be true to like whatever you've done, like, like, or, you know, be honest, be a good person. Like, you don't even have to be a good person. Just like, don't, don't take your shit to anybody else's table and make them be, you know, and, you know, just like be a good person. And if you do make mistakes, which we all do, just own up to it. We're all human. Do all the time. In fact, it happened to me like yesterday. Somebody came at me and they were like, oh, yeah, you did this. You're a horrible person. And I'm like, oh, my God. Didn't realize I did that. I'm very sorry. Uh, let me try to fix this. Like, I make mistakes like anybody else. So. Yeah. Yes. So going back to the to that, I just I just saddened to hear the toxicity that was going on. If you guys re- look it up and dive deeper, there's a bunch of articles that came out. Um, about people anonymously anonymously detailing their experience working for Ubisoft Quebec, and it's quite disturbing. I couldn't imagine working in that kind of environment where people are basically. I can't. I, I don't remember his name. The names of the people specifically. I haven't done a deep dive on it, but you'll have to link me to some stuff because yeah, I'm very interested. It's pretty. It's pretty sad this way how they treat their employees, like yelling at them and talking, saying homophobic slurs and just things like that. You know, just. Sort of like the boys will be boys like mentality, you know. When people say that, you know what I mean? Like, oh, well, boys will be boys. Usually, that just means being a dick kind of thing. That's yeah, a horrible so, mentality. Exactly. Or, I mean, like that's a horrible like excuse mentality. Right. And I'm like, well, no, that's not okay. Exactly. And yeah. it's, that's sort of like when you say boys will be boys. I, I think you know what I mean when I when I say that. Oh but, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Well, yeah, I think almost everything has that you know, dictum, like whatever group you're talking about, you're like, Oh, that's just the way they are. You know? And it's just like, that's not okay. (laughs) It's not, I like that. I'm stealing that word. Lobbies. Right. Right. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's like a, every day I was pissed. Sorry. This, um, this doesn't have any, you know, this is a segue thing (laughs) or it's not a segue thing. It's just like, this is a tangent. No, it's, it's relatively new news actually. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it, but now there's something in Twitch going around called hate raids where like, streamers will raid other streamers that they hate and they'll bring viewers with them and they'll just fucking troll and dog on that guy's stream or that girl's stream. And the reason it came up is because in a small scale setting, somebody came into a streamer that I know and um, they raided her. She's a small streamer. She's got like 500, 600 followers, really sweet lady. She plays the Sims. I don't know what Mm. she did or where they found her or anything and stuff, but they came into her stream and it was like just a small raid team of like 12 people. And they came in and they were like talking trash about her weight and that she looked like an old woman and that she probably had an unhappy marriage. And they were just saying some of the nastiest things I've ever like. Oh my God. And this guy, like she didn't even know who this person was. She, at first she was like, Oh my God. Like, and apparently that's the point. Everybody loves like a raid is exciting. You get hyped and stuff. And they come in and they get raided by people they don't know. And then the people just come in and start saying like the most horrible things to like tear down that streamer. And like, you could tell, like, I was just like, what is going on? Apparently it's becoming a thing now. And like, like, and that's my whole thing, how you were saying it's sad that there's like toxicity like that. I'm like, what are you doing? That Like, this is entertaining for you. Like that this is a thing, you know, it's very unfortunate. That's sad. 
That's horrible. It is sad. So like, yeah, and that was my thing. Like I was in there and stuff. And then like for two days, she was just like, I'm done. I'm not streaming anymore. That wasn't, you know, and we were like, dude, don't do that. Don't, you know, and if nothing yeah. else, turn it on to where like only your subscribers can raid you or only your friends can raid you. Like, but don't let them, you know, that's just ridiculous. Can you block so. a raid like midway through if someone added you or like? I don't think so. Like, oh. once a raid's on, it's on. Like, what if like you, you could streaming? stop your stream. Yeah. And I think she had mods there. And they, once they realized what was going on, they started blocking everybody that was like in the chat that wasn't like, yeah. you know, people that she knew that are always there. But it was just I'm like unfortunate. This, yeah. I'm, start, I'm starting to get upset. Like, <laughs> caveman blood's coming up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Well, like, it just all happened. So yeah. It just happened so crazy that it's like, you know, a train wreck when you're like, is this really happening? Like, is this. Is this really it? And then it just goes, it just, you know, and then there's like a delay between the stream and the, you know, the chat and uh, it was nuts, but it was just like, it got so many people fired up. And then I found out that like, this is becoming a thing now. And sometimes it's like bigger raids too. Like people will strike, you know, they call it stream sniping when one raid team is watching or one streamers is watching another streamer. Yeah. And then they they'll find a way to get in their yeah. server or they'll find a way to mess up their game. Apparently people are doing that too. And then they're also like raiding off and just going in and like starting shit with each other. I'm like, why? Why? There's <laughs> a thing. Well, um, yeah, that's unfortunate, but I'm, I'm ready to Moving like, on. move on to something. <laughs> yeah, I on. guess not, not something as depressing, but I guess frustrating for some fun for me. Um, <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 this year finally released after multiple delays and pushbacks um which led to mm-hmm. tons of ps4 and xbox one launch issues issues including uh it being pulled from the playstation store and um offering refunds to anybody that wants it same thing with the xbox one i believe they were offering offering refunds but they didn't quite pull it from the store and then on top of that there was an investor lawsuit which uh, popped up i think last week and according to the lawsuit cd project red this is the investor lawsuit so it's investors not like consumers oh, wow. so okay. according to the lawsuit cd project red failed to disclose one cyberpunk 2077 was virtually unplayable on the last generation xbox or playstation systems due to an enormous number of bugs two as a result sony would remove cyberpunk 2077 from the playstation store and sony microsoft and cd project red would be forced to offer full refunds for the game three consequently consequently cd project red would suffer reputational and blah 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 when the true details enter the market, the lawsuit claims the investors suffered damages. So I guess they could have made more money if if it wasn't as bad. But they actually knew there was another thing that, that um, CD Projekt Red knew the issues with the game, which you saw because they didn't allow early review copies for those systems. And um, there was one of the statements, I think one of them said to the investors that they said that they know that there are some issues, but hopefully people won't notice them or something like that. So, Josh, I'll let you go because you seem to have some issues with the game. Um, <coughs> but I'll let you go go ahead and um, go off on this one. Look, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to reiterate what I said last time. The game's good, right? It has a good a good backbone to go on. The story is interesting. The characters, some of the characters, I'm like, I don't really care, right? But why? I don't understand how a company like this would make this pull where they're like, if the, if they know that they're gonna catch flack for it, like, did they think that they were just gonna get away with like 
not giving out a, con- a console review edition, like console review copies for console reviewers, because eventually people are going to buy it. They're going to see it. And you know that there's going to be outrage. So I have a friend. He's one of he's an instructor with me in, in, in my in my unit that he has cyberpunk on his uh, on 360 or not 360 on Xbox one. Xbox One, whatever the fuck. The last Xbox. I <laughs> yeah, don't know. Xbox One. It's like, that there's like last... 13 Xboxes. I don't care. PlayStation keeps it simple. Series numbers. No big deal. Whatever. Um, on the latest Xbox, that's not the Series X. And he says that he regrets buying it. That like, And he has a computer. And he was like, I should have bought it for a computer. I wanted to buy it for my console. And I made a mistake. I'm trying to work with them to get my money back, but they're giving me a lot of kickback about like, oh, sir, you need to confirm this. You need to confirm this, this. Like, yes, he's basically jumping through hoops in order to get this. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. It's just, I have my problems with the game. Like, I feel like there's, they tried to prioritize certain things over others, but it's like, yeah, look, man, 13 years is a long time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the amount of time that it's been sitting cooking, it's a long time. I don't know if there's been like, if like halfway through they were like, scrap everything, we're going to do everything different. I don't know, but like, it just, I don't know about you, Peter, you're saying you're, you're completely full up on stuff to do, but it's not like, it's not like Left 4 Dead 2 stuff to do. Like, And then you have your NPCs, and for example, I can NPCs in the game, they just walk around. Like what what do they do? The NPCs in Left 4 Dead 2 have jobs that they go to and perform. I don't know if you there's an entire series on YouTube where this guy just follows around NPCs and and in Red Dead. Mhm. And they go to sleep, they wake up, they go to work, they drink, they eat, they go to the bathroom. And, like, these are things that people don't appreciate when they play this game. And every single NPC in the entire game, every single one has a set path that they do every day in order to make the world believable. And in Cyberpunk, characters are sitting around or lifting weights for 36 hours straight. Like, they never walk away from the weight set. They just do it for, like, ever. They're just permanently there. Like, And then there's, like I said, there's a lack of side activity. Not side quests, because I know there's a lot of that. Sure, you can go to a bar and you can buy like alcohol from the guy, but there's not even like a like an alcohol drinking animation. You just go and you get the effect. Like in Red Dead, they give you a drink and you hold it until you drink it. You hold the plate of food until you eat it. Like, yeah, I mean, just, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of small things like that that does that could make the game great instead of a good game make it great. You know, but. I think overall, I've, I'm I've been pretty happy with the game, but you can nitpick all those all those things, and it just culminates into a big snow snowball of other games that have done this better. Um, and so at some point, it's just like either you accept it or you don't, and then you move on. Or CG Project Red can improve those things, which they probably they may or may not. Um, the game itself, like the story, I actually enjoying the stories. I'm enjoying the storyline side quests. I'm enjoying the romance 
and things like that. That's all. That's all I'll say. It runs great on PC. It had, I've had minor issues. It wasn't like anything those crazy glitches that I've seen. But that's all. That's all um, I can really say about the game is I'm enjoying it. But I'm lucky enough that I have a rig that can play the game. You know, like. Well, I mean, a, yeah, I can play it. I can play it pretty comfortably, and the game looks good. I mean, you saw, like I showed you, like I screen shared with you, yeah. and you saw what it looks like. So, you know, it does look good on my rig, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I'm just like, what if I don't want to chase down cyber psychos all day? Like, what if I don't want to do that? <laughs> yeah. You know? What if I don't want to? <laughs> what if I want to sit and sit in my apartment and watch TV? What's up? All right. Ruthie, I'll Talk let about you... immersion. Where, where is it at? <laughs> Ruth, I'll let you have your uh, last thoughts because we Go still ahead. have uh, a few things I wanted to get to before we finish up some some big ones. We might wrap these up into one. But um, Ruthie, what you you had the game? We talked about it ad nauseum in one of our later episode, recent episodes. So, what are your final thoughts on the whole thing with the launch issues and the investor lawsuit and your experience in general? Um. So, yeah, the investor lawsuit was. Uh was interesting. I could see why they did it though, because um, when the game finally did come out and stuff after everything, there was so many bugs, so many issues and like being pulled, you know, being like all the, and I think my thing was, is like, we had talked about this, like, was it better? Like, it seems like their anger, like it's better for us to ask for forgiveness at this point. (laughs) Cause I think they all know, like the game wasn't ready. I don't know what happened. I don't know, but I know we said it on the episode where we went over this. I feel like they knew at the beginning of the year they weren't ready, but they thought if they could just maybe delay it a little bit, they could really, really push. And then they delayed it again. And then like after that, they're like, guys, we can't delay it again. We just got to do it. Like we're going to have to bite the bullet. And I think they knew that and they made that choice. But I feel somebody earlier could have made a different choice. Instead of just saying we're going to little delay it, they should have just said we'll delay it till next year. It does happen. Like, and I think that's the thing that got me. It happens all the time in video games. Like, sorry, guys, we thought it was going to be this year, but uh, we're actually, we're going to push it to spring of next year. And people will be like, oh, man, that fucking sucks. But then what will happen? We get over it. There'll be games between then and now. Just like earlier, Josh said, I'm willing to wait. You know, like, because we are. That's just, it's just the reality of it. If the game is not coming out, we can't buy it and we just get over it. Among Us is here. You know what I'm saying? Keep us all. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) That's the thing. I just feel that that call was made and somebody, whoever it was, either they were ready to make the money, they didn't want to lose things or whatever. I feel it was a very short-sighted decision to be like, let's just delay a couple of months and then see what you guys got. I don't think that that would would work with (laughs) the last-gen console stuff. That stuff was bad, though. Yeah, no, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I just feel like there were some bad calls made earlier and then they didn't fix them, so I feel like that was a thing. And then... Yeah, when it came out, I mean, overall, like, I know I joked the other day, I posted a tweet and I was just like throwing shit just because, you know, we get in those feisty moods and stuff. And I was just all like, y'all are just mad because like, basically, it's Saints Row and Grand Theft Auto and Deuce X all mixed together. It's a hybrid. And then people are like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> like, we're like cracking up. But like, that's kind of exactly what it felt like to me. Um, it's cool, though. Colors, flashy and stuff. But I feel like in some things they put a lot of detail and attention to, but then other things they didn't. Yeah. Like like, I love like Josh said how super, super character creator in depth, but I can't change my hair. I can't change my tattoos. Like I do it once and it's done forever. Like, yeah. And then like, uh, but then like you said, when you scan people, everybody has a name. Yeah. Somebody, that's cool. 
came up with a name, Jen. I mean, like, I'm going to be, it probably doesn't take a lot of time, but somebody came up with a name, Jen, and threw in, you know, 800 names of first and 800 names of last, and it's a rando combination. But the fact that every single person that you scan has a different name, that's pretty crazy. But then, like you said, people are like lifting weights for five hours. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, like if you come Absolutely. back, every time you come back, that same character is lifting weights. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy. And there's like crazy stuff in it. There's good and bad. But I'm just saying, I felt like a decision could have made a long time ago. They didn't make it for whatever reason. And they bit the bullet. And uh, now everybody's kind of a lot of investors and people are pissed off the people that are because all they're doing is getting flack. And I think there's a lot of inbiting between them now. And I think that's why the investor was like, you know what? No, <laughs> like I'm tired of being roped in with the bad guys. Like that's not what have been my choice. Yeah, I'm with you. There's good and bad. This is not, I mean, I don't know. I just, there are things like that that irritate me that Josh is, was uh, referencing, but those things don't really bother me so much. The game itself is enjoyable, but we'll see what happens. We're going to do a follow up in six months on the game, on yeah. like the, the status of the game. So, um, so I'm going to be straight up. Uh, I haven't played it since we talked about it. Oh. It's just sitting there. Dude, I, I mean, I'm also sure I'll do it, I but I, I want to, I'm like, deep in horizon right now so i, I want yeah. to we'll get we'll get to the uh that was that's gonna be a topic in our next episode when we talk about 2021 will be new year's resolutions yeah. so yeah um, all right moving on uh to the next topic which is hey xbox uh series x and ps5 launched this year did you guys know that um <laughs> so according according to video game charts the playstation 5 sold an estimated this is a beginning I want to say beginning or middle of December, the PlayStation 5 sold an estimated 459,000 units to bring its lifetime sales to over 4 million. The Xbox Series X sold 233,000 units, this is in December, to bring their lifeline sales to 2 million units. Just a little number to throw out there. Um, Ruthie, I'll let you go. What, what are your thoughts on the new new console systems? Do you not care? Are you just laughing at everybody like myself that was struggling to get a PS5? Um, <laughs> or, I like how you're uh, a little, like, little flex, though. You're like, man, I've had trouble getting it. Yeah. Looks like we sold more than you guys yeah. did. <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, yeah, twice as bit. many. <clears throat> no. I'm actually looking at those numbers, and I'm like, I feel like the, the race for, like, what has... You know, between like just in general, between Play- PlayStation and Xbox, I feel like it's always been so close. But to see that PlayStation's almost like life sam- lifetime sales is almost double is interesting to me. Um, gang, gang. I believe PS4 also is like more than double than the Xbox One. It's interesting. So and I'm just gonna say that I think it's you know, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't get, I, see, either but way, see, Microsoft will tell you they're not worried about console sales. They even said that out. No, uh, yeah, they're, they're not, not worried, worried about, about it. They just want to give people an opportunity to get Game Pass. And if Xbox Series X is your best option or easiest option, then that's they're okay with that. And so cool, you know. Like I'm not yeah. honestly, I, I know I, I'm biased towards PS oh, PS5 no, yeah. and PC, but I, I honestly like what Microsoft has done with Game Pass and Series X. So I'll just throw that out there. Oh yeah, and I like it's integrate. Well, for me. Um, like I said, you know, I've gone to more PC, but I do have a lot of Xbox stuff on my PC and I use my Xbox controller a lot. In fact, I probably wouldn't play as many PC games if I couldn't use that controller or I'd be shopping for a way to use the controller because the whole keyboard and mouse thing, I just can't, I'm not, I'm not one of those gamers. (laughs) So, um, like three games, that's it. (laughs) Um, but anyways, yeah, no, I, I just, um, I mean, 
kudos that they're selling. I mean, like people are still going for it. It's still, I mean, they seem to launch out. Um, I just think it's crazy how the systems are so different. And um, yeah, I still like my, um, I guess my metaphor of the American muscle versus the, you know, European sleek cars. Like, I feel like that's the difference in systems and stuff. Um, And people like the ones they like for certain reasons, you know. So I like it. I probably was still gone with the Xbox, but. Are you guys going to get, Josh, you alluded to getting a PS5 later. Ruthie, are you going to get a console? Nah. No? Probably not. No intent I don't right even, now? dude, I've got like, and this is not a brag at all. I've got a TV that's like 55 inches I've had since I was like a freshman in college. I've taken damn good care of that thing. Since I've moved into my apartment over a year ago, I think I've watched TV like 30 times. Like, hmm. That was almost a year and a half ago. Like, I just am not, I do everything at my desk. I work here, I play, the, you know. So, like, my thing is, is, like, a console is a waste. Like, Sounds like you me. need to build a new gaming PC or upgrades. <sighs> upgrades! <clears throat> yeah, I was going to say, let me, I've already considered it. And in my head, I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, like, but, like, like I was telling you about COD and stuff. I'm like, man, am I going to need, like, should I just consider an upgrade in the spring? Should I just go for it but then i've seen people like you trying to get your parts and everybody's freaking out that's rough right now and yeah. i don't even the numbers all confuse me and i think that's <laughs> that's the whole re- they do when you're like i'm looking at your notes here like i'm just being honest you were like the F- rtx 3080 <laughs> fe 699 is 33 percent faster but this one the 280 heck that's even 26 percent faster and i'm like fucking kill me kill me i don't know what you want me to do <laughs> like i'm just gonna be honest like you know why I have the PC I have? I literally went into Best Buy at Geek Squad and go, listen, I play video games, I edit audio, and I watch YouTube. Give me a fucking PC that can do that. And he's just like, oh, I have this Ryzen something, and you could build onto it later <laughs> if you need it to be beefier. And he looked like a nerd, but he looked like an okay guy, and I went, sold. Did you name drop the podcast any- during this? There's this thing oh no this was like two years ago oh okay it was like two years ago right. yeah 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 this is before all I'd that be like shame but on like, you perfect opportunity <laughs> yeah, to shame on you. yeah no oh no if we've been doing the podcast i've been like guys i'm buying a pc like i need to know <laughs> like maybe that's what i'll do i'll just put it across all my platforms like listen guys i'm upgrading this is what i have this is everything that i do you guys tell me the best setup and i'm gonna start piecing it out hey our community Just let is y'all great. do the work. Yeah, our community is great. <laughs> Josh and I have built our own computers, so we we there you go, we yeah. understand. We I'm can set. help you. Yeah, good, good. Because yeah, because I will be there, and like literally, it'll be like, help me out with this. Just tell me, tell me, but don't tell me. <laughs> the only problem is getting me. the parts right now. That's the only problem. <laughs> yeah, I know that that seems. I think there is like there's a gross like you know thing and stuff like that, and even I went to um in person just to get like a because you know you want to get out of the apartment, you don't know why. Once you're out there with people. You want to get out, and then once yeah. you're out there with people, you're like, "Nah, I'm not about this life anymore. I've, it's changed me." <laughs> but uh, I went out to get like a um, mechanical keyboard and a uh, and a like a SSD, and I went out to get them. And I went to a store, and man, inside those stores, like everything was like, "What store?" We're backed up on. Uh, we went to uh, the Mac, the Micro Center. Yeah, Micro Center. Oh, I've never been in one of those things. I wish you things got... are insane. Yeah, that's like a that's like a PC so playground, man. Dude, we have nothing like yeah, that here in Columbus. Nothing North Carolina. I've never either. seen one. My friend's like, we go to the micro center, and I'm like, what the hell is that? And he's just like, oh man, we went inside. They just have like so many things. How and all close the builds is it? look so cool. 
for me was yeah. like a 25 minute drive. Oh, I hate you so much right now. <laughs> I freaking hate you right now. Yeah, no, I, I didn't even know what it was, but I oh. went in like it was madness. People were lined up, and he's like, and my friend was getting a PC build. He basically ordered all the parts. And they were like, we'll build it for you. And I'm like, damn, they're going to do that part too? Oh, wow. And I'm cool. like, because let me tell you, me trying to put in a, if you even saw it, you'd think I was taking apart a bomb. Me trying to put in a fucking eight gig RAM card. My hand is shaking and I'm like, oh, oh gosh. <laughs> I'm like, where's Henry Cavill when I need him? Because this isn't working. Like, I'm so nervous. I'm going to snap something. <laughs> I was so scared. But um, yeah, so like basically, yeah, what, I think that's what I'll do. I'll just reach out to the community. Hey guys, I got a micro center. I need to know. This is what I got to do. Because like only 25 days... stores in the country. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. I just you thought have... it was. Texas it was... has two. Uh, oh, Peter, damn. you have none. And I have two. Oh, wow. There's, yeah, no. Yeah. I, uh... There were some back in no. Illinois. I know that when I where I yeah. used to live. Years, Where's the. Years yeah, no. I just know that I'd never been to one. I went inside and man, they just have bins of like. Yeah. These Texas are SSD one in, cards. One in, one in Dallas and one in Houston. Yeah, I was going to say. It would, I would have figured. Yeah, but they. Uh, Anyways, you go and there's like bins, SSD cards, but then they have all the brands. Then they have all the sizes. And then they have like all these layouts and stuff. And I was like, man, this is, now I want to build one. I could build one. <laughs> I'm like, no, I can't build one. And then you see you like can the do pretty it. internal it is, colors. <laughs> it is not that hard, I promise you. <laughs> Anyone can build it. Everyone talks about it. It's, oh, it looks too just hard. Don't, it's just so don't easy. watch the guide that The Verge made and oh, virtually watch yeah. any other That's... guide. Just don't watch <laughs> the They actually Verge took that down. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, okay. But even if I, yeah, yeah, go ahead. But yeah, anyways, it's good for consoles and that's my thing. You know, do whatever works for you. I, I just know that nowadays with everything I do, this is like a business investment on top of like many ways. My gaming is also what I stream, which for me, freelance, it's a nice small, relig- you know, a small extra little income when I do stream. So it's, uh, you know, I, that's what I'm rolling my money into now. Yeah. So. And I think talking about PC is a perfect segue into, and Josh, I'll let you lead off this one. So we're talking about building PCs, RTX 3000 series launched this year by NVIDIA. So the NVIDIA RTX 3000 GPU benchmark uh, like blew away the previous RTX 2000 series. So for reference, this is the numbers Ruthie was you know, knocking me for. But hopefully this makes sense. The bottom line is that the RTX 3080 Founders Edition, which is $699, is 33 fast, 33% faster than the RTX 2080 Ti which is $1,200 on average. Or if you prefer other points of comparison, it's 57% faster than the RTX 2080 Super and 69% faster than the RTX 2080 Founders Edition. That's why I reference this card because it's only $800 and you can't find it anywhere because it's just you know being sold out everywhere you go. Um, Josh, I'll let you... What do you, what do you think about the launch and the whole, whole experience? We'll get into the scalper portion after this topic, so... What did you... Uh... So, the, so even even the 3070 is only like the 3070... Which is 500. It, right. 500 it comes up to the... It comes up to 2080 Ti. It performs at like maybe 90... Like I think it's like 98% of the power that the 2080 yeah. does. The 2080 has. So even that is a better option than buying a 2080. Like buying a 3070 is even a better option than buying a 28. But, because of the price point, obviously. Like, but that's insane to me. I have no idea whether or not, I'm probably going to go with a regular 3080 uh, if I ever have the money. Um, 
much. Not about money now. It's about whether you can get it. Get it like if it's in the stock. I thought you had one. Didn't you have one? No, I told you this. I got a 3080 off Amazon, and then they canceled my order, and then I wound up getting a 3090. Well, I thought you were gonna sell it to me. You know. Anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah, for scalp prices, sure. Why not? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, but. It's all like these per these performance percentages. They really make a difference, like with all of this stuff, especially considering how much money you're spending. So, for those that you don't know, the TI is considered like the the, the top tier. You know what I'm saying? Then it's Super, and then it's Founders Edition. Founders Edition is like your basic uh, thing, but the fact that it's faster than the Titan RTX, like that's insane. Because the Titan RTX has been like coined as like the most OP thing, like overpowered card you could get. But it's like super power drawing. I don't know what the power draw is on the 3080 right now. Peter, do you know? The 3080? It's it was I recommended, think, I think, a 650 watt or 750 watt, just like the 3090. Mm, I don't know okay. what the specific draw is because it doesn't... That's the recommended, and it's not going to go, you know, it's not going to hit that much. It's just, it, right. that's including it's all the other peripherals. Yeah, it's, that's but. including all your other peripherals. So, like, you're obviously going to have a larger draw if you have, like, LED strips in your shit pulling off the same power. If you have LED fans, like, I mean, I have some stuff, but I didn't do it up too much because I want all that power to go to when my graphics card and my CPU are like, I need power now. Like, divert all vents. Like, so, um, it just sucks for the 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 little guy you know because i know that big big people like big name like streamers computer builders like guys that oh let's let's build a, a computer on my youtube channel today but their like whole job is building computers on youtube and they have like 10 3090s in their warehouse <laughs> and right like it's like can i have one please can i have one can you just leave me one like so it's upsetting but i just think that these I want, I'm curious to see as to what people can actually push these cards to do, like, in the future. I've seen some, like, photorealistic, like, rendering mods on the 3090, and I was blown away by, like, how much of a difference RTX makes. So, like, 3090 supports 8K gaming, and Linus Tech Tips did a video of him trying out games on an 8K OLED TV. It was, like, a... 75 inch tv and he was blown away i'd never seen him react that way and he was like so it's pretty insane and it was running at 60 fps he did like control with dlls turned on he did Doom oh my god it was he was like really blown away i've never seen him react like that at least recently he was like really like so i need to check that out um but yeah so if you guys are all in the trying to get a, a 3080 or a new rtx series gpu or a console Good luck, because we all know uh, scalpers. I'm not going to dive into that topic, but we all know it just sucks. Scalpers and people willing to pay is, that money. You guys also. Is there an up? I don't know. I'm. I guess I'm not sure. Is there an up from the Founders Edition 3080? Is there a TI? No, there will be. There will be one launching. I think this month. Maybe it's next month. There is a 3080 TI coming, and it's going to be. Uh, it's rumored to be a thousand bucks. So that I might be that a better. There's a. There's a, there's a thirty. I think there's, there's a 3060 Ti, there's a 3070, there's a 3080. There's a 3070 Super too, isn't there? I don't know about that. I don't think there is. Maybe there may may have launched, but I know there's a 3060 Ti right now. 
Um, mm. But well, so good, good luck to everybody else who's trying to get one. Um, it's tough. It was really hard for me to get my even a thirty ninety was really hard to get. Those things are it's crazy. Um, so the last thing I'm going to close out with is kind of a depressing but an interesting topic was the, the box office and all the things that sort of changed so we saw a lot of movies get pushed back like Mulan Mulan didn't get pushed back we saw a lot of movies move to streaming and movies get pushed back uh, Tenant like struggled because Christopher Nolan wanted his movie in a theater so that was an interesting situation which didn't turn out very well for the, the studio uh, Mulan released on Disney Plus for an extra fee of 30 bucks which was like okay then Soul actually released for a movie Disney. that wasn't even that good yeah it was like, awful yeah but it, Soul released released on disney plus christmas day which was included um they pushed back black widow until may of 2021 it was supposed to come out this year on or last year on november 6th doom was supposed to come out last year on december 18th that was pushed back to october of this year um and then we had a, like a ton of hbo max stuff that came out right so wonder woman uh, 1984 finally was decided to be released on christmas day in theaters and on hbo max and that was like the whole hbo maxing a warner brothers deal where they're going to do simultaneous releases on hbo max the streaming platform and in theaters and so that included the snyder cut well the snyder cut of justice league was announced but that's not coming in theaters that's like a four four series uh recut of the, the justice league which will be each episode will be an hour long so it's a four episode mini series technically and then all the WB theatrical movies will get simultaneous releases on HBO Max, which includes the new Mortal Kombat movie, um, Godzilla vs. Kong, which is supposed to come out in May, uh, The Matrix 4, uh, The Suicide Squad, I guess that's the sequel, Space Jam with LeBron James. So this is a couple of big-name stuff that's going to be coming out here. So we've seen um, uh, a pivot, uh, and it's really interesting to see. So I kind of want to get your your all thought on that. Well, before we close out, Ruthie, I'll let you go and head start this one off. Um, I like a part of me. I actually was debating about this with somebody. Um, they were saying, you know, like is kind of like they said is, you know, disco is dead. That whole thing. They're like, is the cinema dead? Um, because this kind of move in different stuff and and some movies being simultaneously released. You know, like HBO is doing a lot and. A lot of other places are considering like buying up so they can have those releases too, you know, and get in on them. Um, Because people are like, do we care if the theater's gone? Do we care? You know? And I'm like, so it's a whole experience going to the movies though. I mean, nowadays, I don't think anybody wants to because people are gross. (laughs) We've like, and like every time we think we're getting ahead or we're doing okay with the whole COVID thing, then like there's another surge because people, stop like get complacent again like but there's a as much as expensive as movies are like to be honest going to the movies is like any night out of entertainment like like true entertainment not just going out to eat but you know you go out and do you know it's a whole thing like so i feel like it's a night of entertainment so yeah it's going to cost money and it's expensive but like it's like the whole experience going in smelling the popcorn you know, being in the movie theater, you know, standing in like, line behind the woman with four kids. Yeah, like My or man. whatever. Buy your movie tickets online. Go to yeah. AMC. Down, uh, yeah, dude. you still got to stand in line to get popcorn, but uh, that's true. Well, yeah, fair point. But it's part of it. Like, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's because we grew up. You know. It's the way I grew I up. Can't like, I can't bring my own candy. This is bullshit. I got to bring up. Like, oh, everybody babe, sneaks it in. Babe, hide <laughs> these candy bars in your purse. Yeah. My wife's only, purse weighs yeah. 38 pounds. Oh, yeah. Jesus. You're five years old. <laughs> yeah. You're five years old. <laughs> like, like, we I all forget know. what movie it is. I think it's Benchwarmers when he's like, 
this is my 12 year old pitcher and he's like do you have a birth certificate and it's just a piece of paper with crayon that says i am 12 <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm 12 yeah and stephanie's like he's got a beard and he's like yeah <laughs> he's all like that yeah he's all like puerto rican like i yeah. think that was the joke too a puerto rican baseball player like yeah. <laughs> but it was but no like it's a whole experience so like a part of me is like i'm glad because if you don't then like those movie sales and everything are tanked and i think those studios would like to sell to because that's what they do to movie theaters movie theaters i used to work at a movie theater they make a bid on a movie and uh if the studio accepts it or whoever accepts it then they get to play that movie at their thing for the running you know they get the film for it to do whatever they want they have to make a bid and based on and then basically the studio looks at it and they're like well they're this theater and this amount so that's like a big deal to them you know okay we'll sell it to them you know they make the bid and they do it and then they have to hope through their sales that they make enough you know, so I think theaters are like, well, if nobody's going to buy our shit or they're going to have limited releases, they're not going to they're only going to bid on the big movies. So we should sell to, you know, places so that we can at least get some money. It's a very dodgy yeah. thing. I hope yeah. that it doesn't get rid of the theaters because I feel that's a whole experience. But at the same time, I'm worried about theaters. It's, it's going to be like, is disco dead? No, that's, I don't think that's going to happen. I think this is a temporary thing right now because of COVID, regardless if the movie theaters go under. There will be another movie theater that will come up to rise above the ashes once COVID is gone. And so it may suck for them. It's unfair. But this is only a way for Warner, Warner Brothers to recruit some money that they're going to lose if they don't release any of their stuff. So they're getting money from HBO, giving them money, to, you know, paying for this stuff. And they're going to get some money in the box offices where they can open. So I don't think this is a permanent. This isn't like the future of movies. Yes, it'd be nice because I, I don't really need to go to movies anymore. Like it's... That's expensive, especially when you have to bring Old two man. kids. Exactly. Oh. You got two kids and my wife and myself, and we're spending that's $40 almost for just tickets and then getting food. We're spending 60 to $80 for, I, I shit you not, it's about 60 to $80 if we get oh, popcorn sure. snacks to go see these movies. And it's really, it's great if I go by myself to see like a Nolan movie, um, which I'd be, uh, which I would do. I would have went to go see Tenet by myself in the theater, maybe just my wife, but. I don't think this is the future. I don't think this is something that people should like be worried about. It's just the death of the movies. Yeah. That's just my opinion. I don't I hope it's I don't, not. No, yeah, me too. I don't want to see them go under. I mean, I would love to be able to just plop on my couch. I did this with Bill and Ted. I didn't even mention Bill and Ted, the new one that came out. I actually oh, yeah. I bought it on Amazon just because I wanted to support, you know, the studios for making the movie and I wanted to watch it and I would do that. I would pay. I probably would pay twenty or thirty dollars to watch a movie in the comfort of my own home. You know, then go out and see it. That's just me, because I'm an introvert, I guess. But um, <laughs> yeah. Josh, what do you? What is your take on on the the changes and announcements from Warner Brothers and HBO Max and all that stuff? Well, I don't know what the original cost production cost was for Justice League, but. $30 million for a rework of music and like some enhanced CGI stuff like that's insane. Anyways, uh, if there was, if there was a platform or a company that was going to take over the box office, it would be HBO. It literally stands for home box office. So True. if anybody has any right to do this sort of thing, it definitely is HBO. But I'm with Peter on this stuff. Cause like, I like to be at home. I like to be at home and not have to do anything. Shit, I don't even like going to work. <laughs> even though I'm like shooting guns and <laughs> I see shit blow up and I get to yell at 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 
zit face like high schoolers. Like I get to do that all day, every day. And I would much rather be at home just, just buffing it out. Like just sitting there, just, ah, oh, TV. <laughs> yes. Oh, video games. Yes. Oh, food. Yes. Like I would, I love that stuff. So if the movie theater disappeared, I would not be that upset. I mean, cool is an experience, but I feel like the older you get, it's really like for the people that are like diehard go to the movie fans, like people are going to have to start figuring out what to do for first dates. I'll tell you that like zoom call. <laughs> just yeah. Zoom calls. Shit. What's your zoom handle, baby? <clears throat> <laughs> That's funny. But, um, but yeah, I think that, I mean, it's fine. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, they have to try and recoup that money. I mean, all these, all of these films cost millions of dollars to make. Yeah. People got to get paid. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for it. I was really happy to hear about the Justice League. You know, I didn't like the movie. I liked to know that I like the idea of giving Chris or um Snyder a chance, Zack Snyder a chance to to sh- you know give us what he um want wanted to give us. So, I'm excited for that. I'm not worried about it. I I hope the movie theaters don't go under, but if they do yeah. go under, I hope it's a be, temporary thing. Yeah. Yeah, they like Josh, I want the option. And you said they got to make they got to make money. It would be nice if it's an option in the future because I think some people will. And honestly, like just on a side note, like um, somebody like somebody was trying to, you know, like the post about like the positivity, like, you know, everybody's trying to do it. Like, I know it's been a shit year, but can you post one positive thing about 2020? You know, like they're trying to go into the new year, trying to be positive. And uh, this one person I know actually posted about how it was positive in the sense that people in the world are finally seeing what it's like for people that are shut-ins. Like mm. they don't have, yeah. that can't. And like my, I have a friend who's actually, I met online, she's agoraphobic. She cannot go out. She literally will shut down. Like she just I I don't know what that is. Agoraphobic you means you have a fear of outside. You you are a, you are oh, afraid. Oh, so of, like bench warmers. Yeah like, yeah, like that. Like, yeah, that was a comedic way. Like he actually had a fear of the sun too, I think. Yeah, like, that was the you know, real fear, stuff. but yeah, sure. I, yeah, I but got like it. basically agoraphobic, yeah, because of things that have happened in her life, she's afraid like like her safe zone is only her home. So wow. like when she literally has issues and she needs to actually go to the hospital if anything happens, it is like a big deal. It's not like people don't understand like just go out of your house. Like you don't get it. Like, you know, or people that are like on bed rest, like bed, like illnesses. I have a, another woman I know. She has PKD, which is polycystic kidney disease. She's in so much pain. She literally can only be comfortable laying down. So like 70% of her weeks, she's in bed on bed rest. Like that is all she can do because of her age and her, you know, this disease she has. The point is, is that somebody said the positivity is, is people realizing that there are people in the world that this is their norm. And yeah. finally, other companies to make money have started to introducing things that these people that have lived like this all the time, uh, and a lot of them are immunocompromised, you know, just, you know, uh, they're getting things that they've never got to have because nobody's ever considered that being shut in all the time is a thing. So I thought, you know, good for them. Like, you know, like if that's a really positive thing. Like that's one positive thing. There's a lot of stuff. I'm sure, you know. But I just thought that was kind of cool. So, like, this whole HBO thing and stuff. So now when I see things like this, I think of those people. So, you know, it's it's nice to have the option. 
it's nice. Yeah. I hope it doesn't get rid of things on the outside because I feel like people don't need to be in all the time if they can help it. Yeah. But um, it's nice to have the option. Anyway, yeah, I would sorry. love to be able to just be like, hey, let's go see a movie. We do it like two or three times a year, you know, as a family. Yeah. So but yeah. if I could just rant the Disney movie and watch it at home, even better. Um, mm-hmm. All right. I think we've hit all of the main topics that uh, – mm-hmm we witnessed in 2020 as far as being a nerd is concerned um we didn't really get into that i wanted to talk a little bit about the scalping stuff because it's pretty interesting but we all pretty much know the gist scalpers don't suck buy from scalpels. yeah <laughs> or scalper scalpers yeah don't, don't buy don't from buy scalpels. scalpels yeah don't buy scalpels <laughs> no definitely buy scalpels yeah <laughs> i mean I, I would i would love to stab a scalper with a scalpel i would definitely like to do that <laughs> um but uh so yeah, I'm happy to say goodbye to 2020. I'm very excited to, to do our next episode um, here in a couple of weeks. Talk about what we're going to look forward to. Um, so for those of you that don't know, we hit like 2,500 plays over the over the last year um, since we we really I think our first episode was with Ruthie and I talking about what we're looking forward to in 20 in 2020. <laughs> I almost said yeah, right. Um, yeah. Actually, I should go back and look and look at those topics and see like what what happened as far as you know 2020 is concerned, what we were looking forward to. So, but um, yeah, uh, I just wanted to close it out here, and I want to thank Ruth and Josh for for doing this episode again, and it's been a ton of fun, and I look forward to uh, the next episode where we talk about what's coming up. So, yeah, exciting, and New Year's resolutions and all that good stuff. Yes. So until then, I hope you all have a wonderful week, two weeks, however long, hopefully it won't be more than two weeks, a uh, wonderful time. And I look forward to coming back here and doing another episode with you all. Yeah. Absolutely. Have a great week, everybody. Take care, everyone. Thank you all. Thank you all for listening. You guys yep. are awesome. Welcome to 2021. And don't be shitty. <laughs> <laughs>